Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, so Doug is going to be joining us a little bit late, about 20 minutes in, so he will join us. Um, and uh, hi, Anna Maria, nice to see you again. Hi, Stephen. So nice to see you. Thank you, Udo. Thank you for coming back again to speak with us. Hi, Steve. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I actually want to have a conversation with you off the air eventually. Great. Great. Thank you. So I want to just tell everyone about these two speakers. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times we have high profile speakers that are very, very famous and very well known. Sometimes we have people who are world class cardiologists or world renowned neurologists. And a lot of people love that. And I love it too. It's great when you speak to someone that has all the credentials and went to the best college. It's, it's wonderful. Um, however, there's also certain people that have studied something for 50 years and are literally know more about than anyone in the world. And those people are very, very, very hard to find. So what's unique about this panel, um, I'll skip Doug for right now until he gets here, but Anna Maria has been involved intensely for 45 years um, in working on a daily basis with people with sprouts. So this is the least, is not theoretical. She has worked with people with sprouts. She's studied their blood under the microscope for 25 years. So this isn't where she's just winging it and said, I read a book on it and it sounds good. She, I don't know how to find, I, I find the speakers for the conference, I don't know how to find someone with more experience on sprouts in the entire world. I don't know anyone in the world who has more experience on, with sprouts and not just feeding people them, but then they study people under the microscope. So when Carr and Brian speak, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, I'm somewhat fascinated by what they say because there's no one else who's done more, re no one anywhere that we know of in any way that has studied sprouts more and the results and not for a year, but for 45 years in a row, for 365 days of the year, they feed people this, they study their health. So when we talk about Anna Maria knowledge of sprouts, she's the most experienced person we could find. And for those of you who say, okay, but big deal, who cares about sprouts? Well, the reason we're so interested in them is most people say, who've studied this, that they have the most, and they use all kinds of words, but you know, the most hormones, oxygens, phytonutrients, enzymes, anti-disease fighting capabilities of any food. So that is why we're so fascinated. We'd rather eat something sweet or fried to taste, but for those of us that are passionate about health, we wanna know what's the best of the best. And it sounds like broccoli and onion and clover and all the different sprouts are the miracle food we've been waiting for and Anna Maria is the one who studied it. So that is why for 17 days, you hear so many questions about sprouts and sprout juice and the Hippocrates philosophy, not because we're trying to be nice to Anna Maria or Brian, we're really trying to figure out if this is the miracle food. And if so, how do we learn more about it? Okay, next, um, Udo Erasmus um, is also interesting in not that he focuses on sprouts, but every speaker far and wide virtually stands up from the top of the roof and screams, 
whatever you do, do not eat oil. And they have big fat reasons and they sound great. And there's absolutely no part of me that ever thinks you should eat oil. But Udo has studied this very intensely. And when he talks about it, your perspective is different. So we have the world authority on oil and the world authority on sprouts. And that is what we're about to speak about. So welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, Udo. Yeah. And Anna Maria. Huh? We have 80, 80 speakers. Virtually every one of them has something bad to say about oil. I mean, occasionally someone says something good, but mostly they're saying this is a processed food. And just like sugar is processed, that, that whole foods are good, meaning nuts and seeds, avocados and olives. But the, why would you ever want walnut, hemp, flax, chia oil or olive oil when you can have the whole food? And that makes sense to me. Why would I want walnut oil when I could eat the walnut? Everything about it sounds like the natural way nature made things in their original state was how we were meant to eat it. So why are you saying that we should have the oils and not just the whole foods? You're, well, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the whole food. You should eat the whole foods that, and you should eat them raw. In fact, nature's mandate for creatures is fresh, whole, raw, organic for human beings, mostly plant-based. That's the mandate from nature. But the issue about the oils is interesting. First of all, omega-3 is too low in 99% of the population. And it's an essential nutrient that your body cannot make but has to have, that has to be brought in from outside. And we measure optimum intake by how skin feels. Because when you get enough oil in your diet, it makes, you know, the, your inner organs get priority on oils because they have super important functions in our heart, our liver, our kidneys, our lungs, in our inner organs. And you only get your skin oiled if you get enough oil to, 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 uh, that every other part of the body has enough. Because you can live with dry skin, but you cannot live if, you're, if your kidneys or your liver dried out. So we measure optimum intake by how skin feels. Your skin should be soft, smooth, velvety. And I can't get enough to do that to my skin by just eating seeds and nuts. I've tried it. And I've tried it to get it in the same ratio that we use in the oil, which is twice as much omega-3 as omega-6. And I was able to take five tablespoons of flax, which absorbs six times its volume in water. So you got a whole meal there, plus three tablespoons of sunflower and sesame seeds. That gives us a two to one ratio. And even in summer, when I need less oil than in winter, in winter we need more oil because we burn some of it for heat. Even in summer, I could not keep my skin from drying out in California. So that, and the thought of it is this, that maybe nature's mandate is not optimum health. Maybe nature's mandate is you got to be healthy enough to grow up. You got to be healthy enough to have kids. You got to be healthy enough to, to raise your kids till the kids don't need you anymore. And when the kids don't need you anymore, then nature doesn't need you anymore either. So then it's recycling time. And if you want to recycle people after the kids are grown, 
then you have to keep them suboptimally healthy so that as they get older, their biochemical machinery slows down. And so they age faster and then they check out sooner. So that, that is the conclusion I came to. So maybe this idea that everything is best from nature may not be true for the length of life that you live on this planet. So maybe in a way we have to cheat nature a little bit because I just turned 81. So I don't want to check out when I'm 45. But Udo, won't we get fat if every salad I put, you know, six tablespoons of, of dressing with olive oil and hemp oil and flax oil? We don't want to get fat. No. Well, that's the second thing that is completely confused. Most overweight comes from carbohydrates. You eat more carbs than you burn, your body has to turn the excess into fats. So I call carbs undeclared fats. And, and, so, and we think you eat fat, you're going to get fat. Well, that may be true to some extent for saturated fats, but the omega-3s that we emphasize, they actually turn on fat-burning genes in the body, and they turn off the fat production gene in the body. They actually help you lose weight. When you make oil your major fuel, which is what we recommend, then you want to also lower your carbohydrate intake at the same time because the carbohydrates will block the benefits to weight management that the omega-3s have. Uh, and so when, you talk, when you talk about oils, you're talking about raw, not cooked oils, correct? No, no, I, we're talking, we, we developed a method for making oils with health in mind so that they're, they're, no light, no oxygen, no heat gets to those oils from the time they're in the seed in nature's packaging to the time they're in the brown glass bottle, nitrogen flushed in a box to cut, cut the light out and uh, in the refrigerator. And they're unrefined oils. They still have their minor ingredients in them. Um, we've just, what we've done is we've concentrated the oil. I do not recommend any of the cooking oils because the colorless, odorless, tasteless oils that are in plastic bottles because plastic leaches into oils. There's pesticides in those oils and they, and a tablespoon of those oils can get you about uh, more than a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells. Those oils are damaged. They should not be used. And if you fry them, you'll wreck them even more, even more. So absolutely frying is the dumbest thing we have ever invented to do to food. Okay. Um, Anna Maria, um, yeah. I want to read you what I, what the sprouts that I use at home. I huh? uh, there's a company called Sprout People and they sell a uh, long life sprout mix. It has broccoli and red and green cabbage sprouts, purple kohlrabi, collard greens, green kale, red Russian kale, four varieties of radish, turnip, oriental mustard, arugula, curly crest, mizuna, and tatsoi. 17 brassicas come together beautifully in a symbi symbiotic blend of delicious nutrition. So I'm growing 17 sprouts and then I throw it in my lunch and dinner salad. What am I doing? Am I just eating a lot of lettuce or am I doing something special? Am I preventing disease? Like, you know, no one talks about this. No one tells me it's fighting disease except you. Am I doing something important or what's, what am I doing for my health? Yeah, you're, you're doing fantastic. This is like 60 times easier for you to digest for every cell in your body, for your bones, for all the organs. And it's about eight times more vitamins than any vegetable, like the spinach, the kale, you name it. And 
it's about 50 times more phytochemicals that are anti-ulcer, anti-cancer, anti-arthritis, anti-Alzheimer, you name it. So you're doing yourself an amazing favor. This is, you know, that's why the Institute for nearly 70 years have proven that week after week, day after day, uh, the people that come here that get on these foods, you see sunflower behind me, wheatgrass here, and the, the power of these foods are, this is the future. This is what's going to help people. And, you know, seeds have always, and nuts and grains and beans, always been around. And people knew that they needed to be soaked before you'd use them. But somehow we forgot all about that. When we take, actually, when we soak a seed, nut, grain, and bean, we get rid of something called an enzyme inhibitor. And then when we sprout it, that's, so then life can start. And then when we sprout it, we break down the fat to fatty acid, carb to simple sugar, fat to fatty acid, um, and, and protein to amino acid. The thing is, this is the easiest food to digest. You know how many people come here? Some people come here, they haven't been able to eat anything. Some of them are tube fed and we get them on a better food for to be tube fed until they don't need to be tube fed anymore. You know, I mean, this is, should be done in every hospital. Instead of keeping people on pure junk, TPN, sugar stuff that kills their liver, that makes them anemic and, and just slowly kills them. So, you know, we, we prove slowly but surely each day here at the Institute what is possible. And, you know, and I love what, what uh, Udo says because he's really an expert in oils. We get, yes, we get naturally oils from all the foods we eat. And you talked about uh, weight loss. So University of Illinois did a research about fats and avocado. And they found that women that wanted to lose weight, if they ate one avocado a day, they lost much more weight than other women. So we need essential fatty acids. Yes, does it come from oils? Yes, it does too. I mean, olives, but we're not talking fish oil. We're not talking hydrogenated oil. We're not talking frying oil. We're not talking heating oil in any which way. So the, the, the quality of it, the thing is, I think most people in this field are on cooked food, cooked food, fried food, and they don't know what raw food really will do to the body. Uh, I see it in people's blood tests before and after. Everything, the sky is the limit, what, how, what people can do. People come here who needed kidney transplant, liver transplant, heart transplant, and they're not needed anymore. There's no, there's no magic to it. It's the seeds that has the magic. And when you sprout it, you get 50 times more, imagine phytochemicals which kills cancer, Alzheimer. That's now the research about Alzheimer is about phytochemicals. 70% of women, of people that get Alzheimer are women. So we're the ones we need to get onto these sprouts. <music>